0: Jamal Thomas here, and we are at episode number 14 of the Black on Black Education Podcast, and this is part two of my conversation with Mr. Joseph Roberts. Uh, Thoroughly enjoyed continuing this conversation. We kicked things off where we left off last time. I'm about to talk about Mr. Hamish Brewer, um, a.k.a. the skateboard principal. He is doing some amazing things um, in bringing the community into the classroom, working with families to significantly increase student engagement in his schools. Um, We talked about private schools and how they uh, oftentimes use retired teachers uh, to assist and how that may uh, look in uh, public school as well. Um, We talked about quality questions, which is a teaching methodology that's super interesting um, that I look forward to learning more about. continue to talks on social and emotional learning um, self di- self-directed learning um, teaching the mastery brought up the ideas of a flipped classroom um, also something that you know people may think is a little uh, revolutionary but the idea of getting rid of grades and end grades like first second third as well as ABCD um, so take a listen let us know what you think and uh, that's just about it here we go so we left off the other day you were telling me about um a principal in a particular place that was doing um a whole bunch to you know of kind of yes what did you say and i had
1: looked up his name too uh i have it here hamish brewer
0: yes hamish brewer tell us about hamish brewer
1: well, Hamish Brewer is a skateboard. And he's called, also known as the Skateboard principal. And you know, I found him a while ago, but since then he's gotten a ton of press. Um, but he came, he comes into the schools, and and the reason we, we, we started talking about him because we were leading up the conversation um, about the uh, the story that NPR is following about a school out in the West Coast somewhere that spent twenty one million dollars. We were saying that right, um, right. Uh, they still weren't getting the the, ho- the the kind of boost, the kind of effect that they were hoping they would get after spending that kind of money on right. covering all the issues that students might have. And so I was mentioning him saying that he doesn't get <laughs> anywhere near that kind of money. He just gets right. the regular budget of the principal. But he's moving into school, after school, after school. And within two or three years, he's changing the culture of the school and raising their scores an insane amount. Nothing else has been that much different other than him coming in. Now, one thing I think is interesting is that he is, his style of, uh, of how he, of leadership and what he has been able to do in the schools that he, he has gone to has garnered the type of loyalty that when he leaves and goes to another school, at one of the schools, 70% of the teachers went with him. Mm. That is, <laughs> and, and- That's and good and bad. What about the school he left? Absolutely. The statement has been made. Um, if I don't want to teach for anybody else, because mm. that's the that's the kind of environment that he has created. That is the <laughs> that is where's the I, I think. Uh, oh, I don't even remember where he's at now. I don't, okay. I don't know. I, I can't well, remember well, the name well, of the city, uh, we'll but his name that, is Hamish Brewer.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll find it and put it in in uh, in the show notes. Yes,
1: absolutely. Uh, oh, there's so much press on him, man. You just type his name in, and or you can type in the skateboard principal. Video after video comes up from all kinds of different uh, venues because everybody's been to see him. And he, now he's been in more than one school. Uh, he went to one school, got it up to, to level, then he wants to do it again. So he goes to another low school, brings it up, goes to another low school, brings it up. Mm. But um, the reason we're mentioning him is because one of the things that I thought that he did that I was fascinating was that he 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 went to the schools and one of the first thing he does is he has a meeting with the parents and, and he asks the parents to come in, he talks to them and then he lets them know the things that he's going to need from them. Mm. And so some of the things that he said he's going to need from them are their participation. And then he has sessions where they get brought in and they get trained as well on the technical difficulty. <laughs> it's
0: all good.
1: And they get trained, so they get trained on the same reading program that their kids are going to be doing, mm. so that they can help them at home.
0: Right.
1: And then he makes a home visit to every home. The principal makes a home visit to every home. Wow. And he lets them know this is part of it. Now, at this point, he's already like, "Look, I've already turned this school, and I've already turned this school, and I'm about to turn this school too. So right. you want to get you want your kid on board with this?" And everybody's like, "Hey, of course I want that." So I believe. Exactly. So now we don't. i home if that's what it takes. I need to come up here for these classes if that's what it takes. But that component of what he's doing, sands the twenty one million dollars is still being extremely effective.
0: Um, somebody put him a twenty one million dollar check so they <laughs> figure out a way <laughs> now to, now to we're talking scale and expand what he's doing.
1: Yeah. And so he things now things he does is he comes into the gym like and like like some of his new schools now. He makes it into basically like a club. There's uh, uh, there's laser shows and lights, and, I mean, it's like a club. There. Mm-hmm. So what he does is he has all these different celebrations for when they reach their goals, when they, you know, do good on their so-and-so, when they're testing this and testing that. Man, they hit the lights in that gym and just go crazy, you know what I'm saying? And so, right. you know, he's meeting the kids where they're at. And I, I love it he does, too, is he has this big, giant – he has it spray-painted, tagged in his office, he don't have like pictures and stuff. Behind his desk, he has the word relentless, just tagged all across there in spray paint. And and that's his theme. Everywhere he goes, his theme is relentless. It's mm-hmm. not about what you what your score is, it's not about, but we will relentlessly work and do our best at whatever we have to do. That's the mantra for every school, for every student is relentless. And he's skateboarding up and down the hallways, high-fiving kids, coming in, laughing and joking with them, greeting them when they come off the bus, just loving on them like, you know, you and I, uh, agreed should be done that right. is his whole thing even though he's the principal right but not only there but he's doing that in the homes going to meet the families and the parents and then telling them what they can do here in the home to help with this whole process and so the whole group works together
0: so you you talked about the the what he's doing um w- describe for me though you know what what's behind that why 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 is it working what what's what's going on behind it is it what what what's the impact that that's having on the students and the teachers.
1: You know, my, my estimation is that you, you talked about there being, uh, you know, two-thirds of the time that a student spends is, you know, at home or away from school. And I think he is trying his best to garner that two-thirds back mm. under, under control. If that two-thirds of time that's not at school, you know, they're at school seven, eight hours, and then the rest, let's say, eight hours, and then the other 16 hours, they're not he's trying to grab as much of that time back as possible. So what he's doing is, he's making, he's multiplying himself, and he's going and informing the parent how to be more like what they're doing at school. He's informing them literally with how our curriculum works and what you can do at home to help them when their homework comes home. And then by meeting them and connecting with them, he can begin to mentor them as a parent and as a leader and say, hey, these are some of the things we're doing at school. You can take some of these or not. Basically teaching them how to do a better job at parenting if they're weak in that area. I'm sure all of them won't be weak in that area. But for those that need the help who never got training, like when you were in school, when did you get parent training?
0: Everybody can use some help. Like it, it it there's I don't I don't know I know I know lots of parents and it, I don't know anybody who can't use some help. Like it, it, <laughs> there's right. there's no instruction manual that comes <laughs> with this. And right. and while I feel like I have right. done a, a very 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 good job, I, I think about all kind of things that I could have improved upon. And, and absolutely and so.
1: Yeah. Absolutely so. So for those schools that are failing schools, which is usually what he goes into, a lot of the homes are. are are in situations where no one helped them and they didn't know where to go and look for resources to help them do a better job at home as well. He goes into the home and offers that. He's not demanding that. He just offers, you know, how can I help? How can I make things better for you guys to help us at at school and what we're doing too? And I think, you know, going into the community, I think uh, that's, that's a piece that is extremely difficult and takes a ton of sacrifice. That's why I don't think a lot of people are willing to do it even when you hear about it.
0: If if he's over at somebody else's house, dinner time, he's not at his house, dinner time, and his wife or kids, you know what I mean? It's a sacrifice.
1: And how many families in a school, the principal, not the teacher, the teacher may have 100 to 125 students, but the principal has, I don't know, 700, 800, 1,000. So, you know, the sacrifice that takes um, to, to, to get the results that he does, even if you told all the principals in America, hey, that's what would help, how many would be willing to sacrifice that level? You know, it's a challenge. And I'm not saying that they're wrong for for that, because that's that's very challenging. And it takes right. time for your family and other things you have going on. So
0: um. But what, so once, once, we, once we find out, once we get to understand the effect that he's having by doing what he's doing, you sure. can also think about what are the other ways to... You know, Absolutely. perhaps without going about the business of showing up at everybody, um, maybe, maybe you, you know, that there's five different neighborhoods or 10 different neighborhoods and you do, a, you know, a neighborhood network, you know what I mean? So you, you do little group networking meetings within neighborhoods. And so now you don't have to every night be at five, six different parents' house. You know, you over the course of the school year go to, you know, these Particular neighborhoods, and and you and you do a group a group meetup in um, some place, and you work with the local you know businesses to provide some pizza or some donuts or you know what I mean, whatever the case may be, and you make it something that, that is community focused. So, um, I, yeah, I think I, I, you know I I, I have some that's good ideas right. sometimes. I think that's one of one, one. <laughs>
1: one of the resources that I think that is underused, and I don't I don't have the answer. What um, I've seen at private schools, I taught a private school for uh, a decade or more than a decade, and, and I've looked at other private schools, um, they're very good uh, usually about garnering the retired teachers in yeah. the network of, their, of their, their families and friends. So in other words, uh, teachers who have retired from that school, they don't want to just be sitting around at home and doing absolutely okay. nothing, but they also don't want to come in and spend eight hours, 10 right. hours there. So some sort of medium in there, but now they're trained, they are seasoned, they are happy to do it just under certain circumstances. If you can garner the power of the community around those, let's say retired teachers, let's say retired social workers, let's say you, you might be able to find a, a group of 20, you know, former people in, in, that were employed in that realm and then some mentors too, and then that army of people could be trained by somebody and then they could go and split up home visitations. And they could, you know, mm-hmm. there's so many things to do. But I think that that is a group of willing participants. They they still right. want to be teaching. They still right. want to be impacting kids. Right. They don't want 100% of their time right. to be doing it anymore. And that's why they retire. So I I, right, I, right. I think that that is a far underutilized resource um, that, that needs to be garnered um, by by local schools as well.
0: I like it. I like it. So, so one of the things you know that, that brought me to you in the first place was just you know it's what you say to, to teachers and um, and and students as well. And you know when when I look at your your IG, um, you talk about you try to inspire teachers to see, um, and then you talk about how you 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 want students to fight, and that's P H I T E. Um, can you tell me more about uh, you know what see and and fight mean?
1: Yes, I can. Um... Let me, oh, see my phone. <laughs> well, the, the fight is um, that one I've gone through more and more. Um, the fight is uh, persevere, um, is the P. Um, the H is hustle. Um, the I is to invest, like to invest in yourself, mm-hmm. all right? Um, in other words, like through academics, through learning, through preparing yourself. Um, the T is trust. All right. Um, The the trust is in God, but the trust is also, you have to trust the process. In other words, you have to be willing to be patient. Um, And then the E is you got to execute. So Mm -hmm. that's the fight. And um, those are the, the five principles that I. When I go in, I want to instill in the students that I'm talking to. I want to see have them go through that process, and it's not necessarily you talk a
0: about that like on the first day of school is that is it is it you know like like fully like entrenched into in, into how you go about the business of teaching or is that something that maybe you just came up with recently that you're working on and because I like that is, you know, the words that you came like I see it you know what i mean it's, it's, it's absolutely some, absolutely
1: that is what I do when I go into a school to do training within two or three days got it. Yes. If I go to do a long-term thing, it will be broken out much, you know, it'll be broken down much further than that. So it'll be a session that will be, you know, we'll talk about those things over the course of time, but it won't be down. When I need it to be done in a day, in an hour, in two days, then I condense it down to fight. And then I give them that so that they have something to like be able to keep up with where we're at. What, what have we covered already? And what are we going to cover? And it's sort of linear, but at the end of that, it's linear only within the particular thing that you're attacking. So in other words, if you're fighting through something, you're going to fight through, uh, let's say you're trying to learn the trumpet, and you don't know anything about playing that execution.
0: You said trumpet? Trumpet.
1: Yeah, let's say the trumpet. Or let's say you're Mm -hmm. trying to learn how to paint. Or let's say, you know, I'm trying to get them to apply it to something that they are doing in the moment. Mm. I'm trying to make the soccer team. I'm trying to... So, because once they have now taken this process and implemented it and got the results, then I say, okay, now you can just replicate that. Try it somewhere else on another thing and another thing. If you just give it to them in a big say, do this with your life, they'll be like, you know, I, okay, I do not <laughs> persevere in what? Persevere in making this peanut butter jelly sandwich tonight? Like, what do you what do you mean? Um, and so I give them that little package so they can they can carry that out. And then once they've gone through one time, they're like, oh. I see what you are and I see how right. I got the results after that. So now you go back and do it again and right. again and rinse right. and repeat.
0: Got it. Yeah, got it. What about the C?
1: The C is one that I'm I, is brand new, um, and it's something that I do teacher training. And so the C is I I don't even have that one memorized. I have to go through that one. That one's <laughs> broken no, out no. for sessions, so I don't have that one memorized like um, that one. But here's where it comes from. Um, it comes from. I, I constantly am asking the students that have come through my class, you know, because they were like, "Oh, I just love you!" And you're my favorite class. I like, but I thought you hate math. Well, I used to hate math, and you know, and I've had so many kids, and I laugh at it. Tell me that they're going to be a math teacher now. And in the back of my head, I'm like, "You're not going you to be no know, math teacher." <laughs> 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 not because of their skill, right? But because I know that it's not their true love. Right. But to me, it's just an expression of how much they appreciated what I was doing for them. Right. that they now wanna be just like me. And right. In their minds, the closest way I can be like him is, I'm gonna go be a math teacher too, you know? Right. And uh, I, I, so I, I love it, I think it's it's sweet, it's probably not gonna be the case, but, so as all these things, they're telling me all these things, all this is happening, I say, well, what is it? Because I'm just being me, and I'm not necessarily, I, I wanna understand from a student's perspective, what is it that you think makes a difference, that, 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 that mattered? Right. And one of the students put it in such a great way, she said, she paused and then she was like, I don't know. It's kind of like you just see us. And I said, so what does that mean? Like, what do you mean I see you? And she was like, it's like, you're not just teaching the material at us. You see each of us as individuals Ooh. and you like know who we are. You like recognize the things that we're going through. You can tell when we're having a bad day when we haven't even said anything. Like you you, you accept us for who we are. Like," right. And she started naming all these things as to why you know, I was her favorite teacher, as she said, but but her, she summed it up in saying, it's like, you see us, you know, right. that was the best way. And I, I sat back in the chair on that one, because I asked this question all the time, but she put it in a way that I had never heard before, mm. and I said, aha, I need to help people understand how to see the well, students. And so it's, uh, that, that I walk teachers through that process right. uh, using the acronym that she gave me.
0: Right, I, I love how how much it is that we can you know like learn from and pick up from the youth. Like you know we 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 think about education as something, um, or some people think about education as something. Is like, I'm in front of the room, and so that means you're here to learn from me. But there's so much you know on a day to day basis that that we can pick up and learn from them. Um, I often you know, I, I talk about my you know my niece and and same thing with my daughter. I, I didn't I didn't meet. Well, that's a whole other story, but when, 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 <laughs> I didn't find out about my daughter till she was six. So I never had her as like a baby baby. Sure. Um, sure. My niece, I've seen her grow up from a baby baby. And I used to just watch her as a baby, just like sit and stare at her, you know, like, you. and it, something in my head felt like I She's was very more intelligent. Like it felt like watching the way that she reached for something watching her curiosity made me more curious. And mm. you know, it's, I got notes, like I've literally like pulled out and, you know, I, I have to go back and kind of look, look at them to, to, to study them. But it, it's, it's, uh, I guess at the end of the day, there's just so much that we can learn and pick up from these, uh, from, from the youth, and I, and I look forward to, um, you know, more people looking at things that way because it's, it, it, it's, it's just it's eye-opening, um, you know, when you oh, sit back if and think about it a little differently.
1: I, I was introduced uh, a couple of years ago to um, a, a method of teaching called quality questioning. Okay. And, uh, yeah, and the method, oh, man. We, so they, they brought it to our school um, and they had uh, the presenter come through and teach us. And after she came through and taught us, a few of the students that were picking up on it, she was doing a second book coming up later on. And um, because she was doing a second book, they, um, they asked us to participate because she wanted some documentation from us implementing the things that she was going to be talking about in her next book. Yeah. Um, and so I ended up being one of the people that was chosen. Um, so for a year long now, we began implementing this quality questioning in the classroom. And then it culminated at the end with her coming and recording, video recording each of us. um, And the ones that were the most useful she was gonna take and put in the book. Mm. um, And as like a link inside of her new book where you can click on it and see videos of it being implemented. And the method was so beautiful, man. It's it's where the short end of it is, you present a question uh, to the class and the class has a discussion about the question back and forth without your answer for minutes at a time. Mm. And you're just monitoring and listening as they correct and suggest and add on to and take from this one question. Of course, it has to be an open-ended question. So that's one of the biggest things is learning how to formulate questions so that they're open-ended. And in math, it was the most challenging for me to learn how to to do open-ended questions. Commonly with math, people say, well, two plus two, is four. What do you right. mean, open-ended?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting <laughs> uh, so here trying to think of what an open-ended <laughs> math question would be, and it's not coming together for me. Uh,
1: absolutely. Uh, okay, good point. So what you do is, it took me a while to figure this out, too. Um, and, you know, and, and the reason this whole all came to mind is because you said students helping you. And it got to the point where I was going through this program throughout the year, I just sat down and said, okay, kids, w- what's wrong with my questions? Then not good questions. Why? And they straight up just started listening. And I started just burning through the paper. I guess that's, that's like, an
0: open-ended question, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> they were like, well, you didn't do it like this. They they told me the questions need to be harder. They need to be. So I wrote down all the stuff they told me and then went online and did some more research and I was able to come up with it. So the, the beautiful thing about quality questioning as well as that um, Jackie Walsh is the person who wrote the book is is it expands the whole The the whole scale, everyone can be involved to the hardest question to the easiest question. I'll give you an example. This is the easiest example I give for most people for math. I don't write down the question. See, the questions in math are always have one answer, usually have one answer. I write down the answer, Mm. and then I ask them to present what are ways you could get here. So I'll just write, let's say, twenty four. Right. And I just say now, you guys give me ways to get to
0: twenty four. Eight times three. Twenty three
1: plus one. Right. So so the slowest the slowest person in the room, forgive my term, the person who's struggling the most in the room can participate. Right. And all of a sudden they're perking up and feeling like they right. can engage and be yeah. correct. And then the genius over in the back corner has A eight digit situation where he's like times this divided by this plus 1.4 divided by and he's still getting 24 so everyone in the room is being engaged right and those people are helping the other people as they respond out they're all that's a part of the process is teaching each other how to talk to each other there's social emotional learning built into it because you're teaching them how to respond to someone else because i am not to interfere right for portions of time, and after right. everybody has sort of exasperated themselves, for me, I got them to where they were going for ten minutes or more, right, without me interfering and just helping each other and responding to each other and answering and not answering. And finally, after all that, I addressed a few things along the way that I would add to the conversation, right. But oh, it's a thing of beauty to, but, to, no, to, to behold. But you know, uh, just to add on to your the concept of what they have to offer, if right. we can um, put it in a way that they can um, can 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 grapple with it, and so, so mine went up going so well that she chose mine as one of the ones that are going to be in the book, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna be featured in 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 uh, Jackie Walsh's next book covering uh quality questions as well. And it hasn't uh, come out yet, but um when you, I was it. when about that
0: happens, it. please make sure you let us know because we want to you know like highlight it in some way, shape, form or fashion on the you know whether it's Instagram or it, it, you know make sure people people know. Um, sure you know, I, I I used to be a salesperson, and I read a book, you know, called Socratic Selling, and it changed my you know ability to, to to sit in front of customers, and you know, and they and they would sit there and be like, wow, I never thought about it that way, <laughs> and and you know, and and it led to them one like. They would like me better, you know, because mm-hmm. I I, cha- I challenged their assumptions. I challenged the way that they were looking at things, and then they would buy, um, mm-hmm. you know, because they liked and because they thought about things in ways, um, and and so they wanted to be able to interface over over a long period of time with somebody who was going to ask them challenging questions that made them think about things that they would not have otherwise thought about. Um,
1: mm-hmm. So that,
0: that you know that that led to success in um, as a as a salesperson it, and. Um, mm-hmm. Romantically, if I'm dating and stuff, you know, you ask good questions and, and things like that. Come on now, it, it's come on now. <laughs> it's it's it, But when you if if you model that for children, it's sure, it's something that they can take with them on their whole life, you know, yeah. on their on their entire journey. So, um, and I think that that more so than ever, the time that we're living in, um, when almost nobody has the answer. Like there's just too, there's too much stuff for anybody sure. to know all the answers. Sure. Like, so sure. so you better be able to ask a good enough question to, to, to find out, you know, just, just a little bit, because it, it's just mm-hmm. more and more and more stuff and nobody can mm-hmm. tend to gather all of it, but you can gather little pieces by asking detailed and well thought out questions. It just, mm-hmm. you know, has your, it allows your mind to turn. Uh, that's why I even like this format of uh, you know sitting down and communi- communicating with people because I just I have stuff you know from mm-hmm. last conversation to today that I can now go back and help inform myself just because uh you know I asked a question you give me an answer and I didn't know this stuff before. So thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, yeah, man. Talk to me about like if you just had a magic wand, like you you know you it's, this is the apple pencil you know it's not a magic wand but if you could just you know do like ta-da and 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 that ta-da was was um a brand new education system um for the for the you know next 10 years of the 21st century um that that's going to start to create uh human beings that uh Socially, emotionally, like that—that that they're ready to connect and that they're ready to make the world what the world needs to be. Um, what would that school look and feel like? What?
1: That's tough. <laughs> I I I I think. I'll, I'll I'll share with you what what I, what I found to be uh, successful um, in my interactions in the classroom and, and when I do tutoring and if if you if you pour into a child and if you give them confidence in who they are and in and in and in the hard work that they can put out and if you sh- help them see that they are of value as a person. That the confidence they gather from that and the confidence that you have in them begins to rekindle their curiosity. Because every kid comes in, they just want to know about talking about you were washing your knees. They just reach out and touch, and they know sometimes they just stick it in their mouth. They're like, well, What does this thing taste like? They want; they have natural curiosity. Over time, um, that is, is, is squashed out of them. And um, I don't know if you know, but, you know, when, when, when we as a country were trying to decide how to set up our education system, mm-hmm. um, we, we, we were basing it on factories at the time. And so we went to go and look at other countries who had factories, and we said, let's go try to pattern our system after them so that we can create more factory workers. So we put all the desks in a row, facing the same direction, one instructor up front, so that people would be used to taking instructions and just following them, rote instructions and just following them, and in nice lines there so they can go right from school, right to the Ford factory, where there's some assembly lines or wherever else they wanted to go. And so this system from the very beginning was never created to to produce critical thinkers, people who have their own way of doing things. And so So that would be one of the number one things is that I would build build them up to help them believe in themselves and then their natural curiosity begins to come out. Their confidence begins to come out. They can apply the growth mindset information that I would. That would be one of the number one lessons taught. Period. Would not be about the information, not not the how you know the spelling and that. It would be how to think about problems in general and how to approach them. And then once somebody understands how to think about problems and how to approach them, you can aim them at anything and they'll conquer it because it's not about doing it at one time. It's about doing it over the course of time, and then you have the confidence to do that.
0: Now, do you aim it or, or, or are you a no. component of student, student-directed learning where, where there's some method to assess you know, people's natural inclinations and then you find a way to direct them um, towards uh, natural inclinations?
1: Uh, I definitely think that there is some merit in exposing people to all types of things. Um, uh, In other words, I feel like the the system, the way you have it now, like you have to go to math, you have to go to English, you have to go to so-and-so. I think it's good because it exposes people um, to all the different subjects and all the different possibilities within the subject. But as soon as possible, um, I would like for them to be self-directed. As soon as possible, as soon as they say, this is something I think I want to pursue. I think sometimes they'll want to pursue something that they're weakest at, but they still liked it. (laughs) I think sometimes they'll want to pursue the thing that most often they want to pursue the thing that they are good at. Um, As soon as they feel like there's something they want to pursue, then I'm 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 game for that because that is the goal. The goal is no one cares if Tom Brady is terrible at math. (laughs) No one cares cares if Bill Gates. Uh, can't you know uh, diagram a sentence um, that you know you, you you have a you get in a lane and you stay in that lane and everybody in the world hails your name heralds your name if you, but it's usually people who are found one single lane and they're just in that lane right. and so you know exposing them to a lot of things showing them the method for mastering something and then helping them you know follow through with that i think would be um one of the best one of the best methods so you know naming a say how my school would be exactly uh, that's challenging for me I, I need a lot longer to, to right. <laughs> explain yeah. that but those are some of the components that no, I've what
0: you what, you what you said helps you know certainly helps the conversation it's, and and it just you know it, it's such a we, we talked a little bit about how big the the, the challenge is is because sure. the, what you what you described i think we know these oh. things um yeah. but Taking it and and from what we know to what happens in the classroom every day, seems like it's uh you know it's it's a you know it's 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 a huge it's a huge challenge. Um, one of the things I did always want to ask a teacher, um, and I've asked a couple, but I, I'm curious your your opinion. Um, mm-hmm. I, I've thought about the idea that we should not have grades: first grade, mm-hmm. second grade, third grade, fourth grade people don't operate that way. Everybody is not going to be in first grade at the same place at the same time. And as we go about the business, we're in first grade and you get, you know, a hundred on the test and you get a 50 on the test. We're moving on regardless. It doesn't matter. you know, like, we're, we're going to keep going forward. So you're behind and, and as opposed to teaching to master, like you master the subject and then you move on. And then maybe in math, you know, you're in, you know, the equivalent of first grade for math, but you're in the equivalent of fourth grade for English because you have inclinations towards that. And the guy, and, and there's somebody else who's who's kind of vice versa. Um, it seems certainly at first glance, like that's something that, damn, how the hell do you manage it? Um, but... Uh, I, but that's not, again, that shouldn't be the question, though. Precisely. Like, <laughs> difficulty a manager shouldn't stop. So um, is it something you've thought about before? Or can you oh, see absolutely. that being a thing? Like... How, Speak to it, please.
1: I, you, you mentioned it right there. Like um, in the system right now, we have sixth grade students. Okay, you know we have these. Diff- we have elementary, we have middle school, we have high school, and we're trying our best to accommodate in this particular school system I teach in right now, and it's excellent, it's great. So because of that, we're having to bus kids up to different levels to take classes because in that particular area they're already ahead. Mm. So some of the elementary kids are getting vanned over to the middle school. <laughs> to take classes because that's where they are in math. Does that make sense? And right. then they're getting banned back. And then some are here in this school, they're getting banned over to the high school because they're in geometry. We don't have geometry. That's that's a whole problem mm. that is caused by, you know, the grades that we have. Um, I, I I would like to propose that we don't give grades or grades, that we don't have grades and we don't give grades. Okay. Okay? All right. There is you just need to know how to do something. That's it. Right. I need to know how to write a letter to someone and get it and, and communicate appropriately. I need to know how to read a book, uh, grab the information from the book and apply it to whatever I need to do. I need to know how to sell something, okay? I I don't need to come along and tell you that you you, you got an A at selling, you got a B at selling, you got C at selling. Right. No, no, no. I just need you to know how to sell. So. Right. You, it's standards, which we've done a great job of saying these are the standards, but because there are grades that I am in first, second, third, fourth, I have to be finished with those standards by the end of that year. So then now that makes me have to finish it within a time period so I can finish all the standards by then. And so I have to tell you how well you've done in the time period because I've got to move on.
0: Right. Or okay, if, somebody, gotta move if somebody's somebody been gone and finished a long time ago, they have to sit back and just, okay, all these other kids are learning, but I, I know this stuff already.
1: Which calls, which is where, the, you know, uh, they tell us to differentiate. And the reason we have to differentiate is because they're already done, they're not finished yet, and the people in the middle are just right. So I have to give something for all three of them. Once right. again, trying to solve the same problem that we're talking about. so if you removed all that and let people go at the pace that they are yeah you wouldn't have those problems but because of time there is a time crunch and this is what's ridiculous the only place on earth that there is a time crunch on learning information is in grade school Mm. that's it if I want to go to medical school I can apply I can take the MCAT 50 times if I want to
0: right
1: you can't do that. I, if, I, if I'm in second grade, I got to take the spelling test on Friday, and that's it. Right. And if I get one word right out of 10 words, sorry for you. You got an F. You're an F child. But if right. I learn those words next Wednesday, still, still can't go that. back. They won't change the grades. Right. Exactly. So, right. so kids start to believe that, oh, I'm just an F student. It's but a, really what they were is in that time period, I was an F student. But they start to believe that's who they are as a person. And once they accept this, and so if I accept that I'm just an F student, I'm not even trying anymore because that's just who I am. But really it was the adults who said, you have to do it in the time frame that we have randomly chosen. And if you don't, then we label you as this. That's what starts setting that child for a path for destruction. And when I get the child, then I say, that's not the issue. I say, you know, I, I number one, before my system, my system here has instituted where they get more than one, um, time to take a test they say it's a standard we just want you to get the standard if you don't get it the first time study some more try it again if you don't get it, that same, term, same, try same,
0: it again. same exact test or... same
1: standards not same test got it so we had to create three separate tests test a test b and test c so that they're different tests but they cover the same standard and right. give them each time and of course a wave of children pass each one you know the, the group that got it earlier they passed the first time the group in the middle, they may pass. Maybe there's only one or two people who need are the, this. Last- are,
0: the, are the second and third group coming for after school help? Are they? Are they like? How are they getting to a point where they can now pass? When, when once you start to, you know, move. Yes.
1: that all of that is available. We make before school um, tutoring available, and then we do some in class as well. Right. Yeah, we do some in class as well. So we do it through small groups while other people are working, um, and then we've even started doing team teaching where two teachers will be teaching the same material and they will cover different parts of that particular standard. So if most of my kids did good on part one of that standard, I'll take all your kids and I'll teach it the way I taught it because clearly I did a better job. And if your your kids did better on part two, I'll send mine over to you. So kind of swapping classes with it. So it's two teachers kind of team teaching throughout that process to really just make it fluid because the whole goal is we just want you to get the standard. Doesn't have to be by that particular Tuesday. Now, of course, it's a, a, a mosh pit because, you know, we're still held within times that the state has set. So right. we're doing the best we can to, to sort of, you know, make it a mix of two systems. But I love that the that, that effort that's being put into giving the kids another chance to do their best. And guess what? When the kids realize it, they don't give up then. Right. So if I get an F on the first test, I don't shrug my shoulders and go, well, I'm right. an F student. What do you expect? They say, okay, show me how to do that again. Right. And see, that's that's the growth mindset. That's the attitude that you want a child to have. Right. It's okay. I right. didn't understand it the first time, but now let me try some more. Give me some more like that. And then once you get them in that mindset, oh, it changes their whole feeling about the class and about what they can accomplish and about now their goals become different because before it was impossible for me to become a doctor because I'm an F student. Right. And once I see that the second and third times I'm getting it, I'm like, oh, I'm not dumb. I just right. need a little more time. Maybe I will try to go become a doctor or a, you know brain surgeon or whatever. So
0: right, something you said there made me think about another concept I often often try to pay attention to, and it's the idea of, of the flip classroom. And within the flip classroom, having it where you're talking about, you guys now have two teachers who are you know teaching material. One teacher's is a little bit better, but what if there's somebody who is just a rock star teacher of a particular method, you know? Why not have him, his lessons, you know, Khan Academy style, you know, available to students to learn at home. And then, you know, because this guy is amazing. So, you know, having however many English teachers there are in the world teaching the same exact thing, for second period, you know, like, it just seems like that's like, why are we doing that? When there's this other guy who just does a masterful <laughs> job of, of this particular Lesson sure. in English. This book, he just—he's incredible at teaching this book. Sure. Using his tools for people to watch at night, and then when they come into classroom, it's all engagement with the teacher on how to to communicate with you know around that lesson. Um, thoughts there?
1: No, absolutely. Um, the, the the challenges come with that. The only challenges that come with that is they have to have a way to see that in their homes, and the kids that need that the most. Yeah. so so now you know some school systems have given all their kids laptops Um, like every single student in the whole system um, a a, a neighboring system has done that so that's part of the solution Um, you have to have internet at home though so you have a laptop but if you don't have the internet that's still not quite it um that number one and if your home life is of such Like, let's talk about my father, you know? I talked a little bit about my father, but my father, that wasn't his fault, right? The reason he was like that is because he ran off, you know, because he was a father from 12 years old. So from the time he left school, he was a father. He was a single parent father from the time he left school- 12 years old. 12 years old. He Uh had to pick up my sister, he had to take her home, he had to help her get her clothes ready for the next day, he had to help her with her homework, he had to cook, like fully cook, not like microwave, no trash, like that, like fully cook a whole meal for him and her, and then he had to get her um, bathed and bed and in the bed. And then if he had energy or time left at 12, 13, he had to do a little of his own work. So, you know, when it, when it's, if, if that's your home life or something similar or something worse, when do you find the time to do that? And so once again, that's that, that's that trying to you know get buy-in from the community that we talked about earlier. So, you know, it's great, but, when you're in an environment that needs it the most, you realize I have to do everything in the minutes I have them from here right. to here right. or else it probably won't get done.
0: Right. And so, Got it. Got. I, I, I thank you for that because it, it's, you know, I have all I hear good ideas and it's just like, okay, that's the thing. Like, you know, and, and then and, I, didn't, I didn't think through some of the, but you know, it, yeah, but you know, cause they hear that, <laughs> you know, you know, with all of this stuff. There's a a couple current events, um, questions that I want to ask about. One is, uh, the, the Chicago teacher strike. Um, any perspective you can offer on, uh, on, on that?
1: I think it's very interesting that they're not just looking for, uh, money for themselves. That's what makes this particular strike, um, different. And I think that's also what's extending it right now, because to be honest, what the teachers were asking for, for themselves, they're pretty much being offered that, um, they were very quickly being offered that. Right. But their request goes beyond that because they were looking for more resources for the classroom more resources for the students. So there's, there's two things that they're asking for. And that is really different in some of, in a lot of the other um, strikes that we've had around the country, they have been asking for more pay, which they absolutely deserve it. They probably deserve it more than what they ended up getting, but I'm glad that they, they, they they did what they did and, and that they got what they got. So, you know kudos to them um but chicago seems like they're taking it even further and saying yes we need an increase in pay as well but that's not all we also need the state to begin to take more seriously giving funds for the things that we do need in the classroom the classrooms themselves right. and um aides and social workers and you know all these other services that we talked about um, right. earlier um, right. in the podcast that are needed and so they're holding out for all of that right um uh, and I think that's, try Do you know anybody out there? I don't. I don't uh, know yeah, anybody.
0: I, I find somebody. I know, I'm sure I
1: know a couple people, but I, I haven't spoken with them uh, recently about it and, and how it's going or anything. But I've been reading articles on it, and um, that's what's making this one stand out. And it's right. also probably why it's going to be a little longer because, you know, they're not, the state isn't as, or, or the city, they're not as quick to say yes to all of that because, right. <laughs> you know, that's a big investment. And it's already a big investment to you know to increase the teachers' pay. I think it's six percent that they were offering at last time I checked. Mm-hmm. Um, but now to say we're looking for this many millions to go into um, to, uh, to the classrooms and to the schools as well—that's a, a huge commitment. And so they're wrestling; the city's wrestling with that. They don't—they don't want to commit to that. They're, they're saying verbally they'll do it, but yeah. what what Chicago um, is asking for is it to be in writing in this contract, right. and that way it'll be guaranteed to go to the things they want to
0: right it's going to be interesting He's
1: very smart um, um, and and it's definitely different, so I'm interested to see how that plays out
0: yeah, me too, me too. The other one was something I saw yesterday um, in Seattle where they're talking about math being racist and um, and oppressive and the, the I, I read it once i 'm not describing it you know properly um, I, I, I tried to find a way to um, to say okay i get the point or i get the picture but i i i, I was unable to do it is is have you seen this or, no i have okay so then i won't actually speak on it
1: well uh, no I, I, give me a little something i i i i would like to give me a little something that and then, then we will go on
0: yeah it's i can't give you much more than i than i gave you because it, it's like i try not to 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 um have immediate you know, like visceral reactions and I had one of those where I was like, all right, these people are being ridiculous. And because of that, I, maybe I didn't allow myself to, to, I tried to, you know, to get, to get the argument and I'm going to go back and, 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 you know, try to try to see it some more, but it just seemed like one of those, I mean, people go way overboard with some, certain things, you know, uh, you know, I'm sure they've always done it, but nowadays it seems to, to be bigger. And it just seemed like, I, I yeah, I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't wrap my mind around what this, you know, what what they were trying to accomplish here. Here's what I'll give you that is valid. That has to
1: do with math. It has to do with all of the curriculum. I think in math that comes into play uh, uh, as well. Though is that some of the questions, a good portion of the questions, especially real-world application questions, are are foreign to lower-income students because it's, it, it's based on life experience, mm. okay? So if you're asking about a question about the tide rising at the beach, lower or higher, and how many feet it does or doesn't do that, and yeah. I've never been to the beach. Right.
0: And
1: I don't, I don't, I don't know there's what you're just, talking
0: about. There's a disconnect
1: so if there's two of us trying to understand that and I've been to the beach every summer for the last three summers and I've never seen the beach or the ocean in my life, that's a disproportionate, you're going to get, one is going to understand it far faster than the other one. Now, if you're not calculating that thought process, if you're not saying to myself, Oh, he's understanding it faster because of association. Like he understands what I'm even talking about. If I have no idea, so if I just start talking to you about alien things and naming words you've never heard before and asking you questions about those, that's going to be extremely challenging for you to answer those. But if I'm talking about something that you've seen a million times before, you know, I can better formulate, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, because when I was at the beach, the water was here and we came back. It was up at my knees. I know what you mean. Uh, that definitely is a problem and it's not being addressed. The question should be formulated in a way that anybody of any level should be able to uh, uh, understand them and have some sort of experience or some sort of context uh, to answer the question. So if it was in that vein that they were talking about the questions are you know, are racist or has something, I can see that. Um, okay.
0: I'm gonna go back and check it out and and we'll you know connect offline to to sure. talk it through or maybe we'll do a quick i g live or something to talk to talk yeah, about yeah, you yeah. Know, I I feel like we're gonna keep you know bouncing things um back and forth uh the the one follow up to to that one would just be do you feel like the people who make the test like it's being done in some ways with malice or it or or just ignorance that 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 they're ignorant to the idea um of of they just haven't thought it through. And, and, and you know, because they are on, they have seen the beach. So, you know, it's just like, I saw the beach, so everybody saw the beach. Like, do, is it is it more the, the, you know, malice, or more just, just uh, I don't know the word I want to use, but no, <laughs> not, I they haven't thought it through. Is
1: a good word. I think some people get offended by the word ignorance, but no, it's just saying you do not know. And so I think that absolutely they do not know. I think they are um, writing questions out of their own context. Right. You know, and if no, and if no one from a different background or with a different context says something to them, that's all they can do is write from their own context. So, I personally don't believe it's 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 with malice. I think once it's been br- been brought up, and once it's been discussed and, and shown, and 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 nothing's done about it, um, that's a different story. Right. If it's not being addressed and if cha- major changes aren't being made to address it, then that's different. Got it. Um,
0: um is there anything you want to ask me anything that you you know you you want to know more about as it pertains to black and black education or you know what what we're uh, looking to accomplish
1: I I, yes I I'm very fascinated at 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 where you guys are headed at the direction that you guys are headed and what your your overall goal is and what do you feel like uh, some of the next steps are for you guys as as you're progressing towards I know your daughter's overall goal Mm -hmm. um um, what what do you feel like some of the next steps are going to be? It's very interesting.
0: So I, I, first, I you know think talk, go vision and then I'll you know talk next steps. So you know sure. in terms of the vision, um, I, I would love to have black-on-black education centers um, in every single, you know, inner city uh, throughout the United States of America. Um, And places that become extensions of schools, perhaps they start in schools where where we make some type of agreement with, uh, you know, with schools that are already there uh, that, that, that you know, you got the school from eight to three, let us get the school from three to 10. Um, And and we find funding and the the, the resources to leave those buildings open. We find the people who are going to be in to teach the variety of lessons um, that need to be taught that educate communities. So not just K through 12, um, not just, you know, uh, early childhood education, but people who have had it, you know, Rough you know, throughout their life, and they they want to find find a, a way to, to get out of you know whatever mess that 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 they that they might be in. I like to be be a part of having places where all of the various different resources are there. Um, I want to 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 get in a room with Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates and 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 just share whatever it is, like share everything that I'm taking from whoever it is that we're talking to and have these guys say, you know what, we're ready to cut the check. Um, and the same thing with Tyler Perry and Diddy and Jay. And like, it's I want people to, to recognize the importance. I, I was thinking about the, the other day uh, something to the effect of, uh, well, I don't want to say talented 10th, but the, you know, so the, the, the transformational 10th, you know, what, what if, what if, you know, a, a, a bunch of people who are billions and stuff say, you know what, we're going to take 10% and we're going to put it back into our communities. That's what we're, we're going to make that level of commitment to our community. I, I want to drive conversations about how to make those types of things happen. Um, so that the resources that we need um, are, are, there um, to to support you know our, our communities. Now the steps that we'll will take to get there um, is going to be to continue to create content. Um, it's going to be to continue to have you know conversations with with uh, with other interested parties. Um, we we are, we are going to um, you know do do events. Uh, I, I look forward to when I'm back in New York and um, and, and me and my, my daughter right now, she's going to a bunch of networking events and various different things. And I've always – one of my superpowers has been, like, I can get in a room and I can work a room. And, and I can, <laughs> she's already really good at it as well. And I look forward to us both being in the room together and people being able to <laughs> look and say, wow, like, that, it's like I love what you guys are doing. How do we get involved? <laughs> And for us to have a you know articulate and, and detailed um, uh, uh, you know plan as to how folks can uh, can get involved and 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 help us to build the infrastructure that allows that vision to come true.
1: Mm.
0: I, I tell you, man, I, I wish
1: there were um, a lot more uh, people who were willing to invest um, the time and energy it takes to. To, to to try to give back like that and and uh, you know you not even being you know in education per se um, is is even more makes it even more impactful um, because I think there are a lot of great minds um, similar to yours who are are in business or in the world uh, you know doing their own thing and could give back and could really add a lot to the conversation um, but um, but you but you are taking the time to do it. And I mean, you're on the road right now <laughs> and uh, I know you're busy. you have a lot to do. So I, I, I appreciate uh, you guys' efforts. And, 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 uh, and I, I, I'm, I am here for it, man. <laughs> I'm Let you. me know I, how I can continue to help you push that. Now,
0: we're going to, we're going to keep, you know, we're going to keep talking because it, it's, it's, I, I, I see your passion. I see um, your desire and it, it, it's, I get inspired by you know other people who you know the people who are doing the day to day work. You know, what I mean, it, it, it inspires me to you know figure out you know what can I do to to to, to create um to support you know the, the that, that, that work. So um, so thank you you know for sure uh is there anything else you want to share with the uh you know with the audience anything you want to say anything else on your head on your heart um you know please share your 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 social contact um and how people could get in touch with you um and i know you you know you've been thinking about a podcast as well so you know if you want to you know introduce that here that that wouldn't be a a bad bad situation (laughs) we're
1: gonna
0: make make you start we're gonna make you get it started
1: (laughs) you are man um yeah you can my you can reach me at, at any of the social media um it's my, my handle is at joseph roberts hq as in like headquarters um and you can contact me joseph roberts hq um at gmail if you want to email me Um, uh, but you should all you should you can also find me on facebook and twitter but mostly i'm on uh, instagram right now um trying to i'm trying to handle all of them, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh but yeah that's where you can contact me uh, I, I need to be working on my webpage. my wife is on my head about that you finished that web page yet yeah <laughs> uh, i'm getting to it babe i'm getting to it um uh, but you know, like right now like i said i'm you know i just started up working with an after school program two, two days a week and then the rest of my the week is my family so i'm 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 in the middle of doing it right. and i'm not having enough time to document you know what's happening, or getting the website because I'm just in the middle of of trying to pour into to more people. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I just literally came in from the after school program today, and uh, so I, I need to do better with that. I need to be like you <laughs> and your daughter and get and get on my stuff and get my website and everything.
0: Finished we, up. We, we we all got work to do man yeah you're you're, you're you're absolutely doing a good job you know anybody who I, I follow this guy's place please follow it as well um particularly teachers you know like i i think that um you know the content i imagine if i was in the classroom it would be something that i would want to see at the beginning of the day or the end of the day you know I mean bring some levity to the profession um and then you know definitely you know the, the videos to to you know when you speak about teachers being reachers and, like, you, you, you know, you're, mm-hmm. just, you're saying the right thing. So um, please do keep that up. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. I, I definitely need encouragement in
1: it, you know. Sometimes you feel like you know how social media is, you know. Sometimes you feel like you're talking to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's always good <laughs> to hear uh, people are encouraged by it. That's the whole goal, you know. I want people, uh, educators, mentors, teachers, parents, too, to be encouraged, to uh, to pour into any young person that's in their sphere. You mentioned your niece. You know, sometimes it's not always your child or your student. Right. Sometimes it's your niece or your cousin or your little brother.
0: Right.
1: Um, pour into them, and and and, and, and I, I believe I, the next generation can be the best best generation. It if will. Everybody be. has that attitude.
0: You know? I think I, I, to me, there's no question that it will be. Well, uh, I I have a question on whether we're going to messed up up for them and then they <laughs> have I but it. I do think <laughs> that they're gonna that they're, that just, in my mind there's almost no question that they're that, they're, that they are gonna be um, better better than than uh you know than us and not that there's something wrong with us but you know I think sure. they're, they're, they're gonna they're going to um, inherit uh especially if we let them shine, you know, like if, if we Mm. give them the resources, it's the, they, they, um, they can create an amazing world while we're old and stuff, you know, we're not worried about some of the stuff (laughs) we're we're worried about now. They're able to take care of us better because we take care of them now. So um, I appreciate you, Mr. Roberts. Um, thank you so much for joining me and, um, we'll definitely be in touch soon. And, um, yeah, thank you, man.
1: Yeah, man. Appreciate you having me, man. Bless.
0: Peace and love. Right. Hope you guys enjoyed the conversation as much as we enjoyed having it. Um, if you're not already, follow at Black on Black Ed on Instagram so you can engage with our content. Um, please do uh, follow Mr. Joseph Roberts at Joseph Roberts HQ. That's his Instagram handle. If you want to send him an email, josephrobertshq at gmail.com. Um, he's very responsive. Uh, we went from a, a message on IG to podcast in uh, in just a few days and um, thoroughly enjoyed talking to this bro. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Uh, again, continue to engage with us and we look forward to you being a part of our journey. Peace.